Welcome to episode 115 of the Mayberry Devotional, entitled, Test the Spirits. Today I'll be looking at season 4, episode 18 of the Andy Griffith Show, Prisoner of Love, and I'll be looking at scripture from 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. The episode starts off with Andy and Barney sitting out front of the courthouse, discussing their plans for the night when a call comes into the courthouse. The state police notify Andy that they'll be leaving a prisoner at the Mayberry Courthouse as they continue on a stakeout. Andy agrees to stay the night if Barney will stay long enough for him to go get a magazine. While Andy is away, the police show up with a prisoner, which turns out to be a woman, a very pretty woman. Barney stutters and stammers around while talking to the female prisoner for a few minutes when Andy finally returns and sends Barney on his way. Andy notices the prisoner is a female and finally works up enough courage to go talk to her. Barney ends up returning and tries to convince Andy to go home and let him stay with the prisoner. Andy and Barney put up a sheet for privacy so the, for the prisoner when Otis shows up. Barney ends up taking Otis home while Andy stays with the female prisoner. While Barney is away, Andy and the female prisoner sit and talk, and near the end of one of Andy's stories, her and Andy get a little too close and things get steamy just for a second. Barney returns, and Andy decides to go on home. After seeing the scene change to Andy and Aunt B at home chatting for a minute, it changes back to seeing Barney at the courthouse. He's in the cell trying to help the female prisoner as she's having trouble getting into her makeup kit. After a couple of minutes at home, Andy looks to have a bad feeling and he goes to the courthouse just in time to catch the female prisoner walking out the door while Barney is locked in the cell, still fooling around with the lockbox. In the epilogue, we see the state police the next day at the courthouse picking up the prisoner. As she leaves, she apologizes to Andy and Barney for trying to escape. And then we see that when she gets turned over to the state police, that she starts flirting with him as she's being taken away again. A scripture comes from 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. And while the scripture doesn't say who John is writing to, the New American Commentary says it's quite possibly it's a church that's in crisis. Another source I found says that it could be written to the church as a, as a whole in general, or it could be written to a specific church. Either way, the words are just as meaningful either way, and they're just as meaningful really to us today. John writes, he says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into this world. John writes to his audience, then tells them that, they don't need to believe everything and trust everyone just because they say they come with a message from God. In chapter 2 of this epistle, John writes that there are many antichrists in the world. Not just the one antichrist we think about in the last times, but there are many antichrists, meaning those who are against God. John writes a warning that there will be plenty of false prophets in the world, but we need to look for those who will not confess Christ. Those are the false ones. While the false prophets will not confess Christ, we see that the ones who believe in God, who are confessing Christ, is from God. They are true believers. The false prophets, they're here to deceive the world. In today's episode, we see that the female prisoner used her beauty to deceive. We see how she deceives Andy at one point. While Barney is taking Otis home, Andy sits and talks to her for a bit of time, and then she seems to have trouble with her makeup case, and Andy comes in the cell and tries to open it. It appears that maybe they want to share a kiss, but all of a sudden Barney returns to the courthouse. Andy ends up leaving, letting Barney stay with the prisoner and goes home. While Barney is there with her, she deceives Barney into coming into the cell and, and trying to unlock her makeup case when 
he comes in. He, she closes the door and proceeds to leave. Luckily, Andy's coming out of the courthouse, and he catches her just about she, the time that she's going to make her escape. Now, I'm not sure what the writer's intentions were about what her moves toward Andy were going to be, but I'm thinking that whatever it was, the end result was that she was going to deceive him also and try to escape. No matter what, if she had true feelings for him or not, I think she was going to try to deceive him later. We notice in the epilogue of the episode that she does apologize to Andy and Barney, and they do seem to believe that she was truly sorry. But as soon as she turns around to the state police, you see her flirting with the officer again that's taking her away. And I believe that she has plans on maybe trying to deceive him so that she can try and make her escape from them. If I were to ask you to name off jobs that typically you know, weren't thought of as trustworthy, you might mention, say, politicians, lawyers, used car salesmen, TV preachers, and really anybody who starts off with a sentence that says, trust me. Now, in reality, these professions, they probably have a high trustworthy rate as, just as much as any other professions. But because of a few bad eggs, we lump them all together and just say they're all bad. But how many times have we been deceived when shopping for, for different things? Maybe a cell phone, a new TV, a local gym that says that you can lose 50 pounds in three days, or maybe an ad on the internet telling you how you can grow back your hair that'll cover a bald spot. Trust me, folks, those ads don't work. You're just wasting your money. Well, uh, so I've heard, you know, from a friend of mine. People will try to deceive us for just about anything nowadays if they can do it for a profit. And just as in John's day, we see the preachers that are trying to deceive people that are against Christ. We need to examine those who are preaching God's words to see if they are truly following God's words. True preachers of God's word will preach that Jesus Christ is the only way of salvation. True preachers will call out sin and tell you that we need to repent and tell you not to do what just because do something because you think it's right. True preachers won't preach a prosperity gospel. You know, that's the thought that positive thoughts and living good will lead to health, wealth, and happiness. These are all signs of false preachers. John wrote to believers during this time that they should test the spirits, that there would be many out there that are preaching another gospel. He was telling them that there would be people out there that would try to deceive them. The female prisoner we've seen was looking out for herself. She deceived Barney, and I think that she tried to deceive Andy. And I think that if given the chance, she was going to see the state police in the end just to, f to further her plans for escape. Even today, we see those who are trying to deceive us. I'm sure we all get calls on our cell phones about our car warranty, credit card debts, maybe social security numbers being suspended. That's one of my favorites. Uh, Medicare or Medicaid coverage. or There's new scams every day. We need to test to see if these are true when we talk to them. Or most times just hang up on them. And today, we need to test the preachers that we hear and the ones that give us the word. Now, I'm going to tell you, the gospel message I'm going to bring to you through this devotional is based on the fact that all have sinned and that because of sin, we were bound for a devil's hell. Jesus Christ, who is equal with God the Father, left heaven as God the Son, laid down his life on a cross as a sacrifice for our sins, for us to get that perfect relationship back with God. Because Christ was perfect and he was sinless, he made a perfect sacrifice and he was the only one that could take our place. He was buried in a tomb and in three days he was resurrected and took his place at the right hand of God. It is a belief in Christ's gospel, his birth, his life, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and his intercessory work 
for us in heaven today that brings salvation. It is a free gift that we receive through belief. Nothing we can buy, nothing we can earn, and nothing that we can be good enough to obtain. If your preacher or a preacher you listen to, if he hasn't talked about these things, then you need to really ask, is he a true believer? We need to test the spirits in what they believe. Testing to see that if they're really talking about God's word or if they're trying to deceive you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you join me next time as I'll be looking at Season 4, Episode 19, Hot Rod Otis. Until then, thanks for listening.